0: Poor Uncle Dave Goes Back to School It was a very exciting day for Emma and Sophie. In school, they had been working very hard on a joint project across the classes to create and run their own school cafe. Sophie's class had been working on marketing, which according to Sophie was just a fancy word for posters and leaflets whilst Emma's group had been working on recipes for the cakes that would be on offer. They had been working on it throughout the term, and today was the day it opened to the very specifically chosen public of mums and dads. Originally, Mummy was supposed to be going to the cafe, but at the last minute she had been called into work and could no longer make it. I'm really sorry, girls, she said when she broke the news to them, but if you ask really nicely, I'm sure Nana wouldn't mind going instead. Usually I would. Nana said hesitantly. But I've got a doctor's appointment this afternoon and wouldn't be back in time. I'm really sorry. Ah, Mummy said quietly, having assumed Nana wouldn't have any other plans. Not to worry. I'm sure you'll be all right without us, won't you, girls? Emma and Sophie didn't want to make Nana feel bad, but at the same time it was very difficult to hide their disappointment that no one would be going to the cafe they'd worked so hard on. The disappointment didn't last too long, though as Sophie spotted something, or rather someone, lumbering down the stairs. Can Uncle Dave come instead? she asked eagerly. come to what?" Uncle Dave yawned with a lazy stretch. Our school cafe, Emma replied. It starts at two o'clock this afternoon, and we'll have a selection of cakes, coffees and teas, all made by my class. And posters from my class, Sophie quickly added. Sure, Uncle Dave shrugged in his laid-back way. Who says no to cake? Emma and Sophie both beamed from ear to ear, delighted to have finally found a guest to take to their cafe. You sure you're okay going on your own? Nana asked. Oh, Uncle Dave hesitated, proving Nana's assumption that he hadn't realised it meant going alone. Usually when he was asked to attend this sort of thing, it was with another grown-up who knew what they were doing. He looked to Emma and Sophie, and their expectant, excited faces answered the question for him. I'm sure I'll be fine. Both girls rushed to give him a thankful high five before being quickly ushered towards the door by mummy to get them up to school on time. Emma and Sophie were stood in the entrance hall with their other classmates and teachers, welcoming the guests to the school and showing them into the tiny school hall where the cafe would be held. Most of the parents and grandparents had already arrived, with some eager grandmas arriving as early as quarter past one to guarantee they got the best seats. But as the clock ticked closer to two, there was still no sign of Uncle Dave. Much to Emma and Sophie's concern. Nana and Mummy were never this late. At two minutes to two, Uncle Dave finally breezed in with the sort of easy smile that suggested he thought he was early. That smile soon disappeared though, when Emma and Sophie showed him into the hall and he saw that he was quite probably the last person to arrive. They scanned the room for an empty seat, but they couldn't seem to find one anywhere. Eventually, Sophie's teacher, Mrs Evans, came to their rescue by bringing an extra chair from her classroom and placing it next to the small triangular table that had originally been intended to be a recycling station. Uncle Dave thanked Mrs Evans and sat down on the tiny chair that was clearly intended for someone ten times smaller than him and his tall, gangly frame. He did look rather ridiculous with his knees up near his ears. But he was there, and that was all that mattered to Emma and Sophie right now. The cafe got off to a good, if chaotic, start as the children picked their way through the cramped and crowded school hall, taking and delivering orders to their tables. Uncle Dave browsed the menu Sophie had made and bought four of the raisin cakes that Emma had made, politely declining the additional offer of a tepid tea. They were delicious, Uncle Dave said when he had finished them all. Thank you, Uncle Dave. Emma replied with a broad smile. Can I get you anything else? Oh, I'm stuffed, thank you, said Uncle Dave. In fact, I'm so full, I could probably do with a nice afternoon nap now. In typical Uncle Dave fashion, he yawned a dramatic yawn and theatrically stretched as if he was preparing to nod off there and then. This was quite normal behaviour for Uncle Dave at home, but here in this very cramped, very busy hall... It spelled disaster. No sooner had he unfurled his long legs than Abby Partridge, one of Sophie's best friends, walked past carrying two full glasses of orange juice. She was concentrating so hard on not spilling any that she didn't notice the long limbs that had suddenly stretched out in front of her, meaning that she tripped and stumbled over Uncle Dave's very big feet. She miraculously managed to stop herself from falling, but she was not so lucky with the orange juice, which soared out of the cups, through the air, and landed all over Jennifer Jones. She was one of the most popular girls in Emma's class, and now she was stood in front of a hall full of people with freshly squeezed orange juice matted in her hair and dripping off her nose. Poor Jennifer Jones! Uncle Dave was absolutely mortified, He tried to offer some napkins from his table, but in the time it took to gather them up and scramble to his feet from the very small chair, Jennifer had already run from the room in floods of tears, leaving Uncle Dave stood in the centre of the now silent hall with all eyes staring at him. His face flushed with embarrassment, as did Emma and Sophie's, and he slunk back to his chair, promising to keep very still for the rest of the afternoon. Poor Uncle Dave... When the cake sold out and the tea ran dry, the gathered grown-ups were invited into Sophie's classroom to look at the posters and leaflets that her class had designed. Most people could enter the bright and colourful classroom quite easily, but the first thing Uncle Dave noticed were the impressive junk model aeroplanes that were suspended from the ceiling at almost exactly the same height as his nose. ''We're not used to having someone so tall in the classroom,'' Mrs Evans said, apologising as she saw Uncle Dave duck beneath yet another cardboard aeroplane. ''Not to worry,'' Uncle Dave smiled. ''I'll just have to keep my head out of the clouds.'' Mrs Evans laughed quite loudly at his little joke, but Emma and Sophie sighed and shook their heads. Uncle Dave's puns were not meant for the classroom. They quickly pulled him away to save any further embarrassment making sure that he didn't bump his head into any paper planes as they did so. "'This is excellent, Sophie,' Uncle Dave said as he looked at Sophie's neatly drawn poster for the cafe. "'I particularly like the green cupcake.' "'Thank you, Uncle Dave,' Sophie said, beaming with delight. "'What about my leaflet?' Uncle Dave was just leaning forward to take a closer look when disaster struck. Again. One of the sillier boys in Sophie's class, Billy Morgan, leapt out at him from behind a nearby chair. That in itself would have been scary enough for someone who wasn't expecting it. But what really made Uncle Dave jump was the rubbery snake and loud hissing noises that he lunged at him with as well. In that split second, Uncle Dave's brain couldn't tell him that it wasn't a real snake. So he leapt backwards as if it was, straightening his back and throwing his head into one of the model aeroplanes. The force of the blow pulled the strings holding it out of the ceiling, and since all of the strings were tied together in an elaborate web across the classroom, it meant that all of the aeroplanes came tumbling down and crash-landed into tabletops, parents and the floor, with more than a few screams and shouts. "'I'm so sorry!' Uncle Dave called out to the room full of dazed parents and children. He once again found himself the awkward centre of attention and once again he flushed red with mortified embarrassment. Poor Uncle Dave. No one was more excited than Uncle Dave when the school bell rang for the end of the day, meaning he could finally go home. Emma and Sophie were also relieved to be leaving after what had turned out to be a very embarrassing day for them too. "'I'm very sorry, girls,' Uncle Dave said as they walked through the playground. "'I didn't mean to cause so much mayhem.' "'That's okay, Uncle Dave. "'It's not your fault that you're so big and clumsy,' Sophie said sincerely. Uncle Dave briefly considered challenging the use of the word clumsy, but decided that it was probably fair, given today's evidence. "'I think it'll take a long time for Jennifer to forgive you, though,' Emma said. She pointed ahead of them to where Jennifer Jones was stood with her mum, crying like she had been when she fled the school hall. They all assumed she was still crying over the spilt orange juice.' But as they walked closer, they soon came to realise that Jennifer was crying for another reason. Apparently, she had been playing with her favourite cuddly bear, Snufflewuffins, when she had somehow managed to launch him so high into the air that he was now stuck in the rather high branches of a rather tall tree. He was certainly beyond Jennifer's reach, and was even beyond her mum's reach, and this was what was making her so upset. He's gonna be stuck up there forever! "'Jennifer sobbed. "'I can probably knock him down if I can find the right stick,' "'Mrs Jones replied, scanning the ground for something suitable. "'You are not throwing a stick at Snufflewuffins!' "'Jennifer shrieked, sobbing even louder at such a thought. "'Uncle Dave looked at Snufflewuffins up in the tree. "'It didn't really seem that high to him, "'and he was confident that with his massive height and long arms, "'he could just about reach it if he stretched.' He strode forward and reached up into the tree. He pushed up onto his tiptoes but his fingertips were still millimetres away from saving Snufflewuffins. Determined not to give up, Uncle Dave bent at the knees and jumped up again with a level of agility that surprised everyone watching including Emma and Sophie. The extra height gained from his jump was enough for him to grip onto Snufflewuffins' arm and bring him safely back down to solid ground once more. There you go, said Uncle Dave, as he handed a relieved Snufflewuffums back to an even more relieved Jennifer. Remember to keep a close eye on him in future. Bears are notoriously bad at flying. The incident with the orange juice was instantly forgotten. Jennifer and Mrs Jones thanked Uncle Dave for rescuing Snufflewuffums from the tree, and when he apologised again for his earlier accident, they told him he had more than made up for it with his teddy bear heroics. It must be really cool having an uncle who's so tall, Jennifer said to Emma afterwards. He has his uses, Emma replied. It certainly sounds like you've had an eventful day then, Mummy exclaimed after Emma and Sophie had recounted every last detail of the day's shenanigans. I'm sorry I missed it. It was quite embarrassing to begin with, Emma said in her matter-of-fact tone. I didn't think Jennifer Jones would ever speak to me again. And my classroom looks very boring without the aeroplanes now, Sophie added. I did forget how small the place was, Uncle Dave conceded, but at least my height came in useful for something in the end. The Carter family agreed. Uncle Dave's clumsiness and gangly frame may not have been ideally suited to their tiny classrooms, but those same long limbs and his lofty height had proved to be more than useful in rescuing stranded teddy bears.